Hey guys, it's Peter Fry, and welcome to the Living with Hope podcast, a daily devotional where we dig into God's Word and explore what it means to live with hope in Jesus. We're walking through 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3-7. through 7. I'm going to read this whole section. We've focused in on the last couple days on verses 3 and 4, and today we're, we're going to wrap up this, this section in verses 5-7. through 7. Which starts in verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comf- comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's suffering, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort with which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaken, for we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. One of the premises behind this first chapter of 2 Corinthians is that Paul is defending uh, the role of suffering in the lives of believers. Uh, sometimes we wonder if suffering could discredit someone. If, if, if that person's walking through such hard things, have they done something wrong? And my mind goes back to the story in John chapter 9 when the blind man is brought to Jesus and the disciples ask, why is this man born blind? Is it because of his sin or his parents' sin? And Jesus says, no, he was born blind so that the glory of God can be revealed in his life. And God extends his hand of comfort and his healing mercy and opens that man's eyes that day. And and in that, uh, we see that uh, suffering does not discredit the work of God in the life of a believer. And Paul's defending this because he's walking through a lot of suffering himself. He's going around planning churches, preaching the good news of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, and the church is rising up in the early first century. And as he is writing to the church in 2 Corinthians, he's he's gone through the ringer, if you will, of persecution. And they are struggling with this reality of this guy who has been an apostle, this this called one to establish and plant the church and preach the good news of the gospel and write these letters to the churches. He's going through such hard things. And does that discredit him? Should we believe everything he says if he's walking through such hard things? And part of the message here is that suffering is not a hindrance to God's plan, but it's at the heart of it. And he says here in verse 5, as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. And there is something deeply theological and gospel-centered about Christian suffering. Christians who suffer with their eyes on Jesus, who suffered and died in our place and rose from the dead, redeeming that suffering and giving us hope 
and a, a spirit that is stronger than the forces of evil in this world and the brokenness that we find around us. And so as Paul's walking through persecution, he says, in my suffering, I share in Christ's suffering. And there's something um, comforting there about that reality. That, as we said in days uh, previous, walking through verses three and four, that God is a God who is near, who knows what it's like to suffer. That he took on flesh and he walked through the brokenness of this world and he suffered and died in our place. And so, Christ's sufferings are not only the means of our redemption, it's through Christ's suffering and his death and his resurrection that we are offered forgiveness for our sins and we are offered hope beyond the grave. And so that his suffering and death is the means of our redemption, but is it's also the motivation for our suffering in this world. That when we suffer with our eyes on Jesus, our hope secured in the gospel, when we patiently endure in those moments, we are sharing in the gospel realities of what Christ accomplished. And so it becomes this motivation for us that when we suffer with Christ, there is something glorious about that in that we experience the comfort of God and we, in some tangible way, are pointed to, it's almost like a sacrament in our lives that as we walk through suffering, we experience grace in a fuller way that Jesus suffered for us and we suffer in this world and specifically when we walk through persecution, when our when we walk through um rejection because of our faith, because of our hope, because of our beliefs. We share in what Christ accomplished for us. And so, we share not only in Christ's sufferings, but we share in his comfort. That for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he sits in glory. And so, the, the glorification of Jesus is what comforts us in our suffering because we know that suffering and brokenness is not the end of the story. It's not the end of the story for Jesus, and it's not the end of the story for followers of Jesus. And so Paul says to the church in Corinth, I, he, he says, if we're comforted, it's for your comfort. And we've seen that, that there's a purpose for the comfort that we experience in our suffering, that we share that, share our story, our experience of God's comfort with others. But he says in verse 7, our hope for you is unshaken. In essence, what we believe about the gospel ministry is not changed when unexpected brokenness and suffering enter the picture of our lives. And I think this is my hope for us as we walk through these first chapters of 2 Corinthians, that your hope, this, this is my desire, is that your hope would be unshaken. That we wouldn't see suffering as this hindrance for the plan, God's plan for our lives. It might be a hindrance to our plan for our lives, but we need to let our lives stand upon the conviction that God does not promise a comfortable life, but he promises a comforted life. And when we let that sink in, our hope is unshaken as we patiently endure suffering that, that, 
there is something bigger that God is doing, that he's able to redeem the most hard and hurtful things in our lives and use them for good and for his glory and for the good of others. And so uh, when you're walking through the ringer of life, when you're walking through suffering, look to the God of comfort. And, and you won't see in that moment the purpose, the stories that you will one day share with others, but be reminded that suffering is never wasted in God's redemptive story. In fact, it is at the heart of it. And we see that in verse 5, that as we share in Christ's sufferings, we share it also in his comfort. And suffering is at the heart of of the gospel. But you know what else is at the heart of the gospel? Resurrection. And we're going to look at that in the days to come. Guys, thanks for tuning in today and joining us as we walk through this first chapter of 2 Corinthians. You can tell I'm fired up about this because I believe that when we let our paradigm shift when it comes to suffering and hope and patient endurance and the comfort of God in the midst of our affliction, that we start to have a joy when it comes to life. We start to have a purpose when it comes to life that is otherworldly, that, that there is something bigger than we can see, that when we walk by faith and not by sight, that God is at work in and through the most hard things that we walk through. So be encouraged and may your hope be unshaken as you patiently endure today.